Check out the Political Truth Apparel line. Covefe. Rhino hunting season. Secretary of Snakes. And more to come. Fun. Fashionable. Edgy. Cational. Go to Mr. C Online Store at www.thecreport.com. Click on the top right menu. Use coupon code 1776REBORN at checkout. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Mr. C from The C Report, and I'm stopping in for just a sec to encourage you guys to head over to thecreport.com. At thecreport.com, you can get more information on The C Report, check out episode resources, follow our blog and get new articles every week, join our mailing list, and stay abreast on the latest news and information. That's right, head on over to thecreport.com, that's www.thecreport.com, and be sure to follow us on our social medias, Truth Social, Rumble, Twitch, Clouthub, and Hill.net. Good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Good afternoon, good afternoon indeed, and welcome to another live edition of Lone Star News. I am your host, Mr. C, and I hope you all are having a great Monday afternoon. It is uh, 3 p.m. Central Time here in the Lone Star State, and uh, I hope you guys had a great weekend as well, you know? Uh, I had a pretty good weekend myself, if I do say so myself. Uh, but, you know, the days really seem to be running together more and more and more for me. I don't know about for you guys, but they are for me. I don't know if that's just a getting old thing. But let's not relish on the fact that it was my birthday this past weekend. Actually, to be fair, it started at the end of last week. But that's not what we're here to discuss nor here nor there we had a lot going on this week and i mean there was a trump rally in ohio now you know people were putting out some of the silliest things about that trump rally uh but you know these people who are so desperate to uh find their niche you know will come up with the just silliest thing sometimes you know that's why when your niche is truth and your niche is, you know, trying to share the most accurate 
uh, information as possible. You can't go wrong, you know. But when you get up there and you talk about how the Ohio rally was so empty and no one was there, and then, you know, you play clips of the president and the audience is just booming with uh, applause and reception. And then you play a clip from like, what, 2 p.m. in the afternoon and there's like no one there. And uh, you got Christina Bob and uh, dear old OAN. Um, sorry, RSBN, not OAN. Dear old RSBN reporter there. It's like, geez, Louise, you know, you, you know, it's so silly. It's so silly, you know. Uh, try and be relevant, but I mean, who cares really? Who cares? Anyways, great weekend. We didn't get to cover the Trump rally, so I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you exactly how accurate that report was because uh, I was off in Luling, Texas, right? So that might be of interest to some of you all because this is a Texas news and current events show and I have nothing to report from Luling, Texas, other than it was like extremely hot. The barbecue was extremely good. I was, it was my birthday weekend, guys. So I was, I don't know where in the sheets I was, ladies and gentlemen, but I was in the sheet somewhere. Uh, so did that and then had a show um, for See in the Dark. Actually did two See in the Dark shows this weekend. Uh, on Friday, it was not expected. I was not, you know, I wasn't on the air for Lone Star News, incidentally. And I'll try and wrap this up as soon as possible, guys, so we can get on to the news. Incidentally, you know, we didn't have a Lone Star News last week on Friday for my birthday, right? Uh, and so uh, there was some stories I didn't get to finish up with on Wednesday. Well, we'll finish those up today. Because uh, they're pretty interesting. There's uh, there's some interesting stuff happening here in the Lone Star State, as per the usual. Uh, but I am uh, I am most focused on the um, Texas County Commissioner's write-in. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, we'll talk about the 18 counties that have declared an invasion. And uh, we'll talk about uh, Texas Oath Keepers. I don't think I can get in trouble for any of those things. Uh, I say that because we are live on YouTube, Twitch, Trovo, Clout Hub, Foxhole, Odyssey, D... Is that DLive? I guess that's DLive. And Rumble. Actually, you know, uh, I played the two... I played the, uh, I played the two Rumble... Uh, Rumble. I played the two um, Buffer ads, the uh, two uh, C-Report ads and Mr. C ads at the head of the show because I was having a, a technical meltdown at Rumble. It seems I appeared to uh, deposit the stream keys and it wasn't live at the moment, but uh, it was a pretty good save on my end. You know, also by way of announcements, um, I've been meaning to tell you guys, uh, of course, we'll be streaming on another platform soon. So I'll have to sacrifice one because I'm already at my capacity, right? So uh, we'll probably sacrifice DLive, right? And uh, we'll, we'll be replacing that with Quicks. I think some of you all might be familiar with Quicks, um, but they're looking to go live like, a, you know, a, a big, uh, what would that be? Like the maiden voyage? No, the send off party. No, the, uh, 
uh, they are looking to uh, they are looking to uh, officially go live with that platform. I think. I mean, I heard at the end of this month, right? But we're pretty much here at the end of this month. But uh, Quicks, though, guys, uh, will have live streaming capabilities. So it's going to be pretty cool. That will be another platform we'll be streaming on. And then also, also, um, if you are a Spotify listener, now I'm not promoting Spotify, but I'm just saying there is an app called Spotify where people do listen to podcasts. Uh, you know, everyone, well, not everyone knows, but a lot of people have been listening to um, the Sea Report and Lone Star News on Spotify, as well as other apps. We have an entire, um, we have an entire uh, podcast side to this, this operation, right? You know, uh, I don't just do live streams. I also upload the podcasts. So there's a podcasting side to this operation. It's over at anchor.fm slash the C report, right? Um, you know, we, we've been, I've been off the air over at anchor for about a month. Okay. But now ladies and gentlemen, just so you know, um, you can catch not just the podcast version of this show and the C report and see in the dark on Spotify um, with the podcast, you can actually also now catch the live stream there as well. So if you watch the live stream, I mean, sorry, if you listen to the podcast on Spotify, you can now see the podcast as a live stream. So I guess in essence, it truly becomes a simulcast. So that's awesome. Uh, and then in addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, I am also working on truly simulcasting. Uh, so I'm looking at a platform right now I've worked with before in the past. The only thing is it costs, you know, it costs. And, uh, you know, like uh, you guys are so generous out there, you know, uh, so that I can keep on doing what I'm doing. Cause literally, literally like, you know, if I get gold pill donations, if I get, uh, you know, a cash app donation, PayPal donation, stuff like that, that goes into keeping this, you know, I'm on eight different platforms right now. That's like 50 or 60 bucks a month to do, you know, is the payoff there is the return there. Do I have like hundreds of people donating things to me? No, but you know, that's not the point for me. The point is the reach and then to grow my operation, you know, and the more platforms I'm on, the more my operation gets exposure and, you know, the more it grows inevitably, you know, we've got, I've got new subscribers over at Rumble, you know, we, you know, it's, and, and the thing about it is it's organic. So you don't, I don't suddenly have 300, 400, a thousand you know, subscribers and followers the next day. I mean, it, it's a gradual thing. My my flow chart for subscribers and followers is very organic, right? It's it's very steady and gradually rising. Okay. Anyways, so whether it be at Rumble, whether it be at well, you know, Clout Hub's actually been. I get a lot of views at Clout Hub, but I have like seventeen followers. Is there? Is there a rhyme to that reason or is there a reason for that rhyme? I wonder, I don't know, but you know, I get like 500, 600, 300, 400 views. Sometimes that's all live at the same time, but you know, it's all good for me. You know, I, I, enjoy, I you know, I've been, 
I mean, I can't really put my eyes on you guys right now because I left the mouse for the monitor computer over in that side of the loft. And I'm like currently tied down. So I was like, even shut up, speak uneasy. Turn your radio on. <laughs> He's all your audio's off. He's just, he, he wants attention. Hold on. I see you speak uneasy. What's going on? Hold on. I'm going to check my monitor. Because let me tell you what, my phone would be blowing up right now. Hold on. Hold on. My audio could not have been off this whole time. Hold on. Speaks like I can't read lips. Hold on. Hello, test one, two, one, two, one, two. Hold on. Give me a second. I'm going to need a five by five from somebody out there. Test one, two, test one, two. Um, I'm getting audio on my end. Hold on, hold on. Not a good time, ladies and gentlemen. Test one, two. Test one, two. I have sound over here, speak. Test one, two. I have sound over here, speak. Hold on, hold on. You bastard. Hold on, hold on. This bastard. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with your headset speak. <laughs> Maybe you should turn it on. Okay. All right. Whatever. Whatever speak. Okay. All right. Major disruptor. <laughs> okay. What was I saying? Hmm. Yeah, I think it was your end, Speak. I think it was your end. Yeah. It's a good thing you couldn't hear what I was saying about you, Speak. No, just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, so as I was saying, ladies and gentlemen, before I was so uneloquently interrupted by my, uh, by my boss over there. No, just kidding. <laughs> He's all, love you. I love you too, Speak. Thank you for popping in on a Monday afternoon, and I hope you have an awesome show later on this evening. 
We are live uh, at uh, the Foxholder app at pill.net. What's going on, Yavapai Michael? What's going on, Yav? You are old speak. What did I, you know, hey, did you catch that joke yesterday, speak? I called you the dad jokes of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Love you, brother. Anyways, okay, so, <laughs> you know, speak, we're very close in age, but sometimes I feel like I'm hanging out with my dad. No, just kidding. I'm playing with you, bro. Anyhow, so my dad, yeah, no, that's a totally different story. Okay, can we get back on course here, please? Okay, we were going to talk about, um, oh yeah, I was just filling you guys in on what's on the menu for this afternoon. Sorry, guys. Uh, so, um, podcast, podcast, podcast. Uh, looking to get the podcast on a platform where I can also go live at the same time. Uh, so looking into that right now. In the meantime, though, I will continue or I will return to, um, I will return to, um, getting the podcast going in. So if you go over to anchor.fm uh, slash the C report, or like I said, if you use Spotify, if you use Apple, if you use go ogle, if you use, uh, there's a myriad, actually, there's probably like at least a dozen independent platform. So wherever you like to listen to your podcasts, look for the C report. Okay. Look for Mr. CTV. Um, See in the Dark from Saturday is the first official episode that's been launched there where you can actually see the episode as well as get the podcast on Spotify. So uh, this episode will be the next one to go up, followed by the Sea Report. We'll get it all going, guys. We will get it all going. And uh, it should be a much smoother transition, ladies and gentlemen. You know, and that's why, Speak, thank you for the 500 gold pills. You did not have to do that, but I do appreciate you, bro. Uh, well, speaking of, well, that's why I need to know because, like, um, I'm, you know, I'm using a, uh, I'm using a birthday gift. Like someone, I got a, from a very loving friend, uh, family of uh, mine, friend, family, family, friend. It's, it's a married couple. Anyhow known them so long. Anyhow, so they got me this cool microphone, right? And that's going to enable me to do all of these things I'm talking to you guys about. And then I have the speak on easy saying I don't have any sound, right? And then I just finished saying that I left the mouse to the monitor uh, all the way on the other side of the loft. And I can't, and I'm, I am literally tied down. Okay. So I cannot, and I'm in a vest. Okay. And it's tucked in. So I can't, and then I have to, and I'm freaking out trying to figure out whether or not my sound is actually working. <laughs> and I'm on a new mic. So uh, naturally, I'd be a little bit paranoid about it. Thank you so much, Speak. I appreciate that. Um, thank you so much. I'm glad you two are hanging out, you and Yavapai. Thank you for being here in the audience today. But if you are following us, you know, whether it is at, you know, you have a pie and speak uneasy in addition to being a dear friends are repeat offenders of Mr. CTV. But, uh, you know, Rumble, Trovo, Odyssey, even YouTube. Yes, even YouTube. Um, follow and subscribe. And uh, check out what else I got going on here at Mr. CTV. I am Mr. C, by the way, Michael Aaron Gossetis. That's uh Gossetus TV, ladies and gentlemen, has a ring to it, wouldn't you say? Not really. Maybe in Spain, but not here. 
anyhow. So, okay, so let's talk Texas. Now, I say Spain, ladies and gentlemen. Please do keep in mind, I am like a fifth-generation Texan, okay? So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, also, 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 because we got to get this out there. We got to start promoting this call for submissions. Let me go ahead and get it on the screen for you guys. Uh, brought to you by um, Mr. CTV and Virgo Gray Press, an independent publisher here in the heart of Texas. A call for submissions looking for your patriotic America First poetry, nonfiction, memoirs, polemics, fiction, photography, and artwork to be presented in a special print anthology from Mr. CTV and Virgo Gray Press. Uh, now, uh, those who um, submit their work and uh, have their work accepted for publication uh, will most likely receive at least a print copy, will actually receive a copy of the anthology. So, uh, you know, I already had some, we already had some submissions come in. I say we, it's myself and uh, Java. Co-host extraordinaire of uh, See in the Dark from time to time and uh, host and producer of 4 Minutes and 20 Seconds will be editing the anthology. Uh, so we're looking for, you know, as far as artwork goes, we're looking for like black and white type of stuff that will print very well. Um, color artwork, if you'd like to be considered for the front cover and back cover art design and then of course as far as the writing goes uh i i'm actually looking forward to memoirs and even polemical type of writing uh, or nonfiction. if you've written articles nonfiction articles you know uh i know so it, it is america first so whatever whatever you decide to share as long as it comes at that angle i think would be okay like say you want to talk Say you want to write an article about like the Ukrainian Nazis that have been, uh, you know, lollygagging over there since the 1940s, right? How would you, um, how would you frame that in an America first point of view? Would you maybe talk about how, if the, um, uh, how, if a certain occurrence had not occurred on November 3, 2020, that took America away from the course of America first and put us uh, with a resident in charge? Uh, well, you know, you could definitely talk about the Ukro Nazis that way, because after all, as President Trump says, uh, this wouldn't have happened had I still been in office. And yet it seems to me to be the only way that it could in fact happen. All right, guys. So, uh, there's that. And then of course the good old Texas County commissioners right in, this is the one that I am particularly, uh, excited about. And I've been promoting for a couple of weeks now. Shush. Uh, and I've been promoting for a couple of weeks, actually. And, uh, you know, uh, and I am also in the process of uh, procuring um, participants like the speak and easy over there in uh, in uh, the chat room. He's going to participate in the Texas County Commissioner's right in because uh, really all we need him to do is to be present to tell me where he's at and uh, we'll look up his commissioner together. Whether or not he actually sends in that letter, well, that's between him and God, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to make him do it. <laughs> 
but he's gonna support he's gonna he's gonna participate to support the process aren't just speak anyways so texas county commissioners write in uh let's take a gander uh i published an article last week actually now i mean the time goes by pretty fast i think i published it on thursday or wednesday of last week over at the creport.com so you'd mosey on over to the cereport.com. Okay. You'd go all the way down to the dippy dippy down to our blogs. It's not quite in the articles from the blog section, but it is right here. The Texas County Commissioners write in. You click on that. And just because I, uh, in addition to uh, enjoying the sound of my voice, I also enjoy reading the words of my head. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. That's so stupid. I'm going to read this to you guys because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't particular. While I have great faith in humanity, I have great faith in humanity. I don't always particularly have faith that they'll read the whole article. So. Lone Star News and Mr. CTV. Now, that's right, guys. You're watching Lone Star News. Okay. Lone Star News and Mr. CTV. Let's do it like this. Present the Texas County Commissioner's Write-In, a community-based self-governance group hosted at Pilled.net. The first project in a line of planned activities, the Texas County Commissioner's Write-In invites Texas residents desiring to participate in writing, emailing, calling, or otherwise, conveying to our elected officials the will of the people with respect to the work uh, their office performs. County Commissioners as an elected office represents the will of the people its office represents in a large way. Yeah, that was some crazy syntax there. From certifying elections to declaring invasions, participants in this group will send their commissioners the latter as a first exercise in self-governance. Texas has 254 counties. 18 counties have declared border invasions. Those counties are Atascosa County, Chambers County, Edwards County, Ellis County, Goliad County, Hardin County, Johnson County, Kinney County, Liberty County, Live Oak County, Orange County, Parker County, Presidio County, Terrell County, Tyler County, Van Zant County, Wilson County, and Wise County. According to an article from the Western Journal, the commissioners refer to section 433.005A of the Texas Government Code and Article 4, Section 7 of the Texas Constitution and request the governor of Texas as commander-in-chief of the military forces of the state take all necessary and legal steps to preserve and protect the sovereignty and territorial integrity of Texas. They also call on him to act under the constitutional authority granted to him under Article 4, Section 7 of the Texas Constitution and Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3 of the United States Constitution to immediately and or remove all persons, uh, to immediately prevent, excuse me, and or remove all persons trespassing as well as invading, 
the sovereignty of Texas and that of the United States. Abbott has yet to declare an invasion, rather directing law enforcement to the border and performing grand political and campaign maneuvering. If we the people, if we the people want to restore our republic, participating in the process of self-governance is as easy as expressing one's thoughts, point of view, and or desire regarding well-researched and informed decisions to be made by elected representatives. That's 101. But many of us are just getting started or just want to approach it differently. The Texas Commissioner's Write-In was created for just this purpose. With Governor Abbott not taking every constitutional measure he can to protect the people of Texas and these United States of America, we will have to encourage him by starting in our own backyards. For this mission, we must encourage the county commissioners to declare an invasion from the southern border. For that, it must be voted on during a public agenda or meeting. Considering the grassroots of Texas has spoken and the Republican 2023 priorities include securing the border, when 254 counties in Texas have declared an invasion, the governor cannot refuse to do it. And in the process, we might root out some rhinos and traitors to the republic. Yeehaw, y'all! To join the Texas Commissioner's Write-In, visit the pilled.net group. And that address is pilled.net slash group slash 268. Pilled.net slash group slash 268. Not bad, ladies and gentlemen. Now, you know, there are groups and things like this all over the place, you know. And so, you know, some like I said, some people would probably be like, well, you know, I, I've been doing this for a long time or, you know, a little late in the game. It's never late in the game. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Right. Would anyone attempt to uh, what's the word? Would anyone attempt to. Uh, would anyone attempt to uh, um, um, negate. Uh, one's own ability to speak to their elected representatives? No, of course not. You know, would anyone want to discourage that? Absolutely not. Why would anyone want to discourage that? That's the question. Okay. So uh, speaking of um, border declarations, here's a real quick one that I wanted to uh, just jump into with you guys. Um, pictured in this uh, graphic of the state of Texas, this is a county breakdown, a county breakdown map of Texas, right? So the one that you see colored red, that's Van Zant County, okay? Van Zant County is one of the most recent counties to declare a border invasion. So let's talk a little bit about this. You know, there'll be a little bit of impetus into what we're doing with the Texas um, County Commissioner's Write-In Project, okay? Uh, we're going to tackle border invasion first, you know, as, you know, because I will, you know, that's what I'm going to use. 
I'm going to use this topic because I think it's a good topic. You know, we have 254 counties in the state. 18, only 18 of them have declared an invasion. Now, take a look again at Van Zandt County. How far north is Van Zandt County from the actual border? You would think it would be a county down yonder, right? Like one of these major counties down here, right? On the south, on the actual southern border, right? Not on the Gulf of Mexico, right? Not on the border of Oklahoma and Arkansas, ladies and gentlemen, you know, but they're not the only ones. Uh, I've been working on this graphic of the 18, and I, it's not done yet, guys. But just so you can get an idea of what I'm talking about, I'll show it to you. So here's my little graphic. I've been working on this for the article I published actually over at that other, over at uh, thecreport.com. I'm all that other website, thecreport.com. <laughs> okay, so you see, uh, this is not all of them, but you know, I'm filling in all of the counties that have declared an invasion. So you know, these make sense, right? Now here's Bear County. We have not declared an invasion, but the county directly south to us, Atascosa, they have declared an invasion. Okay. And then there's another county here to the south, uh, southeast. I, I, I apologize. I wrote, don't don't recall what county that is but then you have like van zandt county up here you have another the adjacent county is also declared an invasion uh, you got this county right here so you know you got counties pretty far and there's actually some more that are in the panhandle that have declared invasion ladies and gentlemen but you know i guess it's only fair to say when you got uh people like governor abbott you know Bussing migrants deeper into the country. It makes sense, you know, really all across the nation, um, counties could declare a border invasion from the southern border. In fact, you know, ladies and gentlemen, the Texas County Commissioner's right in uh, the main focus there is for the state of Texas. You know, I'm cleaning up my own backyard, guys. That's why I'm doing it that way. But let me tell you what, uh, any county in any state in this union could do exactly what we're doing. You know, I think it's, uh, I think it's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit more relevant. It makes a little bit more sense to some people, especially people who don't view the border as being open and an invasion occurring, you know, to them, they'd be like, well, it makes sense Texas to do it. It doesn't make sense for North Dakota to do it. It doesn't make sense for Maine to do it. It doesn't make sense for Vermont to do it. It doesn't make sense for Washington or Idaho or Montana. Well, yeah, it does because a lot of these illegal immigrants end up in states just like the ones I just named. So uh, more than welcome to or just head on over to pill.net and uh, join the C-section. I'll throw the... Um, I will throw the address on the screen one more time, pill.net slash group slash 268. And uh, what I'll end up doing is I'm going to draft a letter. Uh, actually, it's pretty much already drafted. I just got to like kind of tweak it. And then um, I will have that posted as a template for anyone that would like to join in the process. And then probably do, uh, I would say probably like, probably like a foxhole only or probably like a foxhole only stream where we actually participate in the process of self-governance. I know the Speak and Easy is going to be there, 
but uh, you know, we'll see who else is gonna who else is gonna participate in self governance, and and then we'll just you know just as uh you know because like I said, there are people who do this once a month, right? They're like every first Thursday of the month, I sit down, and I write to all of my elected representatives. Well, if you want to have like some kind of a community around it, I would say, hey, come on in. You know, uh, let's let's see what we can do together and uh, take it from there, guys. But anyhow, so, yeah, there's this uh, Western uh, Journal article right here, guys. Western Journal article. Let me uh, pull this up here. And... There we go. So uh, it's official 18 counties declare Southern border crisis and invasion. I referenced this article in the article I uh, published on the cReport.com. Uh, this one in brief just says, you know, Van Zant County in Northeast Texas is the 18th county to, to declare an invasion at the Southern border. Its county commissioners and Judge Don Kirkpatrick signed a resolution expressing support for Governor Greg Abbott to take necessary action to stop the chaos on our border. Uh, the resolution states that the health, safety, and welfare of Texas residents are under an imminent threat from un the unprecedented levels of illegal immigration, human trafficking, and drug smuggling coming across the U.S. border from Mexico. See, since January 2021, more than 3.2 million illegal aliens have been apprehended. What about the ones that haven't been apprehended, right? It says here more than 800,000 have avoided apprehension, but somehow I doubt that. For some reason, I think it's a whole lot more. And let's not forget about like what all of the uh, refugees that are coming here as well, ladies and gentlemen. Very bad situation. So uh, yeah, just wanted to uh, catch you guys up on that real quick. That was from the Western Journal. Let's see. Uh, and again, it names it names the um, it names the counties here again. It says with their August thirty first decisions. This is already. Uh, at the end of the month, almost a month ago, um, the judges and county commissioners of Van Zant joined 17 judges and commissioners who've signed resolutions declaring an invasion at the southern border, all citing unprecedented levels of illegal immigration, human trafficking, and drug smuggling occurring in Texas as a result of the Biden administration's policies. They represent the counties of Atascosa, Chambers, Edwards, Ellis, Goliad, Hardin, Johnson, Kinney, Liberty, Live Oak, Orange, Parker, Presidio, Terrell, Tyler, Van Zant, Wilson, and Wise. And, you know, and Live Oak is also just north of Bear County. So that's interesting as well, I think. Very interesting. Uh, gives us a little bit more information here. It says, while the judges of Jeff Davis and Rockwall County have expressed support for declaring an invasion, their county commissioners have not. Very important point that, guys. So Jeff Davis County and Rockwall County, their judges uh, support declaring an invasion, but the county commissioners do not. 
So at that point, you need to figure out Rockwall County, Jeff Davis County, are your commissioners Democrats? Are your commissioners Republicans? And if they're Republicans, why are they not supporting a declaration of a border invasion on the southern border? Because after all, that is a 2023 priority. It is a platform. It is a plank for the Texas GOP grassroots in the next upcoming year. You see, and this is where we get, this is where we root out the, uh, this is where we root out the rhinos, guys. This is where we start to really, you know, uh, get rid of them, right? We can identify them this way. This is an easy way to identify them. And then we'll hit them with elections next. Just wait, okay? So that's why I'm saying, hop on over to pill.net, join the C-section. It's, you know, uh, pill.net slash group slash 268, Okay. And uh, join in on the fun. Let's make a communal community event about this. Two River says Jeff Davis is an invasion. Oh, is to is. <laughs> Wait, have they declared an invasion? Or are you, are you saying they are an invasion? Hold on. Hmm. <clears throat> There have been four charged in Jeff Davis County with a home invasion. Check this out, Two Rivers. Check this out. Actually, this looks pretty interesting. So we can so we can get some more skinny. We can get some more information on this. Check this out and see this is what this is about. This is about cleaning up our backyards and getting rid of these darn rhinos. So I found this the Highland County Press. Two more Texas counties declare invasion at southern border. This is dated July 26, 2022. Let's take a quick gander, guys. I have a feeling we might get some good intel here. See, this is where I get my intel, ladies and gentlemen. I don't get it from former military ops. It says here, two more Texas counties have declared an invasion at the southern border. Parker County and Atascosa County became the 7th and 8th Texas counties this week to declare an invasion two weeks after six counties and one city declared an invasion on July 5th. Okay, so uh, here, here we go. Here's the, here's the intel, guys. Here's the intel. Jeff Davis County's judge had issued a declaration July 6th but its county commissioners did not vote in favor of it, okay? Uvalde County had expressed interest in declaring an invasion, but has yet to do so. The city's mayor declared an invasion separately. So the mayor of the county has done that. So that's pretty interesting. Um, I want to know more about, and I apologize, guys, I'm getting a little sidetracked here because I want to know more about this um, Jeff Davis County Commissioner ring here, you know, because that's troublesome. And uh, I'd be like, hey, is there anyone in Jeff Davis that wants to write a letter to their commissioner saying, how dare you? How dare you not declare an invasion? And be Republican. So, I mean, the, the question there would be then, are they Republican? Let's find out. I mean, it seems like Two Rivers might know. Two, River, two Rivers called them Republicans. <laughs> Wait. Re Repugnicans. <laughs> Republicans. There we go. Repug Repugnicans. 
So they might they might be rhinos, guys. They might be rhinos. It's a Jeff Davis County Board of Commissioners. Okay, we're having fun here, guys. We're sorry. I didn't mean to turn this into a digging session, but uh, I can't help myself. Who are the board of commissioners? Who is my commissioner? Let's see. We got Rocky. We got Ricky. Ricky Crosby, chairman. Van Wooten, vice chairman. James Benjamin, commissioner. Hank Hobbs, PhD, and Brad Cruz. That's Brad Cruz, C-R-E-W-S. No relation to Tom. And then you got Hank Hobbs. I don't know. He could have some relation to Katie or, or to the uh, Secretary of Snakes up there in, what was that? Was it Washington? So uh, these guys right here, guys, these guys, these commissioners do not agree with the judge in Jeff Davis County. Oh, wait, this is Jeff Davis County, Georgia. Guys, stop it. Okay. <laughs> Who caught that? Did anyone catch that? Any <laughs> okay, here's, here's Jeff Davis County, Texas, y'all. Okay. It's Monday. Forgive me. All right. It's Monday. Okay. <laughs> it was on the screen the whole time, guys. It was on the screen the whole time. Sometimes I wonder. Anyways. Okay. Anyways. Here's Jeff Davis County, Texas. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, you got Precinct Commissioner Jody Adams, right? That sounds, that sounds more like a, a Democrat. Okay. <laughs> Todd Jagger, okay, John Davis, Albert, uh, is, is there any relationship to Jeff Davis, right, and Albert W. Miller, okay, and this Jeff Davis County is all the way out in West Texas in Alpine and near Marfa, so you would think that they would want to declare a border invasion over there for dang sure, guys. I've been out there and there is ain't, there ain't nothing. Well, you know what? I guess there ain't nothing out there. Maybe that's why they don't want to. I mean, we're talking like it's the Chihuahua Desert, y'all. So uh, what is their problem? That's what I want to know. What is their problem? Woo. Okay, guys. So there's, they don't get any photos. They're not like Van Woot and James George, right? They get their photos. These court commissioners, nope. But if you are out there in West Texas and you think that you should have, I know you might not see a whole bunch of illegals running across your territory, right? It's not like, it's not like down in the valley, right? It's not like that, right? Because it's, it's all, it's desert out there, guys. It is desert, okay? But that don't mean that you're not going to see people still trying to seek some kind of passage. I, I wouldn't doubt that they finished the wall. I bet you they did finish the wall over there. But, I mean, they should still be declaring an invasion, I think. 
Two Rivers says, I think enough is enough with Greg Abbott. Is he spending our tax dollars to pay for um, adding the illegal aliens to other states? Yeah, he is basically doing that, actually, Two Rivers. Funny that you mentioned it that way. Uh, he is using our taxpayer money to ship them to Washington, D.C. and Chicago and New York. And then they are then deporting them. <laughs> to other states in this union, like Florida, Montana, uh, South Dakota, um, the, 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 the Cackalacks, ladies and gentlemen. It's pretty bad. Abbott, says Two Rivers, ought to be sending them back across the Texas border and back into Mexico instead of helping his NWO buddies send them deeper into the country. That's exactly what I am saying to Rivers. That's exactly what I'm saying to Rivers. You know, they could they could just as easy rent a, uh, a Azul Tornado bus and send them back to Mexico. He doesn't got to get a Greyhound. They're already dirty enough as it is and send them up to Washington, D.C. or even to Lori Lightfoot. Now, you can bet that if... Abbott had sent a busload of little Mexican girls to the mansion wherein Lori Lightfoot lives in Chicago or Illinois or wherever the hell it is. You know, uh, Lori Lightfoot would not have been complaining, but he probably sent a whole bunch of uh, military-aged stinky Mexican men. <laughs> she was like, free holies! Free holies! There's free holies all over the front yard. <laughs> Sorry, she would probably call them free joles. There's a bunch of free joles out here. What are you talking about, free joles? Free joles, you know? I can't call them beaners. That's racist. I'm Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> Anyways, guys, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So there's Jeff Davis County, y'all. You know, Two Rivers, I would have thought that this was an East Texas County, not a West Texas County, but uh, Jeff Davis County, Texas, on the border in West Texas, does not want to declare a inv an invasion because of these, of these commissioners, guys. This court of commissioners refuses to declare an invasion, and that's what the Texas County commissioners write in is all about. That's what it's all about. You know, now these guys are these guys are elected just like any other commissioner in their area. So you just find out, is Jody Adams a Republican? Because if Jody Adams is a Republican, it seems to me that Jody Adams needs to go along with what the grassroots has decided is a priority in 2023. And that is declaring a border invasion. So get with it, Davis County, Jeff Davis County. Get the with it. Okay. Uh, let's see what the next story is for you guys today. I'm going to go ahead and skip on this story. Let's do this story. I owe you guys this story. I owe you guys this story. Look at this doofus, ladies and gentlemen. Look at this doofus on the screen. This doofus on the screen is otherwise known as Secretary of State John Scott. That's right. This doofus is your Secretary of State if you reside in the state of Texas at this current day and time. 
Secretary of State John Doofus Scott or John Scott Doofus. I think I like John Scott Doofus better. I'm going to call him that. Only a doofus would put their name on a forensic audit that they did not create and or write themselves and then probably didn't even read it either, okay? Probably has never seen what a real forensic audit is like, ladies and gentlemen. This doofus on the screen, pardon me. This doofus on the screen has never seen what a real freaking forensic audit looks like. You know, if this doofus even cared about his job as Secretary of State, he would have been in Maricopa County, Arizona, observing the gold standard of forensic audits, ladies and gentlemen. But instead, this doofus wants to tell the people of Texas that he is responsible for the largest, most thorough, and biggest forensic audit ever performed in these here United States of America and expect us to believe it when we've been following the gold standard of forensic audits since April of last year. Doofus! Okay? Anyways, so... In order to make Texans feel like he's doing something to help us clean our backyards, Texas Secretary of State John Scott Doofus has begun a poll watcher program just to make you feel like he cares about your election. Well, let me tell you what, John Scott, uh, who is the fifth Secretary of State under Abbott, and, and I will be clear when I say the fifth, because I think for about the better part of a month, I was calling him the sixth. <laughs> there will be a sixth, guys. Let's face it. Let's face it. There will be a sixth. Ruth Hughes was the last one. She didn't care about our elections. She knew about ESNS. She knew about heart intercivic. She knew how those machines were compromised. But we can't really blame Ruth R. Hughes because she was going by the guidance of the Election Assistance Commission, who was going by the guidance of um, a voting system testing laboratory that was not even accredited and was not even able to lawfully certify a voting machine. And that's how that went down. So can we blame Ruth R. Hughes? Well, you know what? Yeah, we can. Because if she did her job, if she knew her job, right, you know, she would maybe not have let that fly. She would have said, you know what? We're not going to use Heart InterCivic. We're not going to use ESNS. In fact, we're going to use paper ballots until you guys get your stuff straightened out. That's what a real Secretary of State would have done. That's what a Secretary of State who's elected and not appointed, okay, that's what someone who understands that the Secretary of State's office is actually the first line of defense for defending our freedom, our sovereignty, and our liberty because it is the office that protects our sacred right to vote in every single way possible. Now, I get it. Not every state in the union is the same with the Secretary of State's position, Wisconsin. But for the most part, every Secretary of State basically has the same function within at least two of its um, 
two of its responsibilities, right? And then everything else, it's, it's you know, some will have an additional responsibility or less of a responsibility. Like Wisconsin, the Secretary of State has nothing to do with elections. That, that all goes to the Wisconsin Election Commission and the authority of each city's clerk, okay? That's how it works in Wisconsin. But, you know, like in Texas, like in probably 45 to 48 other states in this union, it's all the same with additional bells and whistles added or subtracted. Okay. So you got um, a real secretary of state would have put their foot down and protected those elections. Okay. Ruth R. Hughes did not do that. Right. Number four under Abbott. Now you got this doofus. Okay. This doofus again, John Scott, who's taking responsibility for a sham forensic audit who's trying to pacify the people of Texas into believing that they actually give a damn about elections, but they're still going to keep the electronic voting machines, which makes no damn sense. In fact, you know what? I need to cut. <laughs> I... Sorry, guys, I'm cutting YouTube because I didn't realize I was going to get <coughs> this hot and heavy into elections, even at this late of an hour. Okay, YouTube, you're gone. Not only are you gone, YouTube, but you are deleted. Okay, so because uh, I don't, I don't, I, I don't got no time to play no more games no more. I should probably not even be on YouTube. But anyways, I know other people would say the same thing. I used to say the same thing, but I'm just, I'm just teasing YouTube, right? Anyways, so uh, just to wrap this all up, guys, you know, like uh, this guy is sham forensic audit sham forensic audit okay uh, uh pacifying texans into believing they give a damn about elections still using voting machines guys still using voting machines we've already went through the entire mill with that we know esns and heart intercivic are bad for texas all voting machines are all voting machines they need to get rid of every single one of them we don't need any type of digital or or quantum voting no simple paper ballot uh, pen, uh, Mr. C hole puncher, you know, that should work. And plenty of patriots showing up to participate in self-governance, right? Helping them to count those ballots, helping them to observe those polls, keeping people honest, ladies and gentlemen. So that's why I am doing Lone Star News because I want to keep people like him honest, okay? The one who's already lying about this sham forensic audit, guys, okay? This dude, right? This doofus on the screen. So he's got a poll watcher program. Ooh, John Scott, you didn't, right? You didn't, right? What's your poll watcher program? Let's check it out, guys. Says here, uh, Texas Secretary of Snakes John Scott Doofus announced a new poll watcher training program that allows interested Texans to become certified as poll watchers for the upcoming November 8th, 2022 general election. Under Texas law, individuals seeking to become poll watchers must obtain a certificate of completion from the Texas Secretaries of State's office. Through this training program, as well as a certificate of appointment from a candidate, political party, or specific purpose political action committee. In order to be accepted as a poll watcher at a particular polling location, meeting place for an early voting ballot board or signature verification committee or central counting station where voted ballots are tabulated. 
The new Poll Watcher training program enhances the previous program by including a quiz after each Poll Watcher lesson to ensure that each person completing the training fully understands the material and the relevant Texas Election Code provisions relating to the appointment, duties, and permissible conduct of Poll Watchers. The training program requires each prospective poll watcher to answer 100% of quiz questions correctly before moving on to the next lesson. Certificates of completion obtained September 1st, 2022 or later will expire on December 31st, 2022. Elections in Texas rely on hardworking local officials and members of the public working hand in hand to ensure the voting process is Conducted with integrity and transparency, said Secretary of Snakes Doofus. The, uh, oh, is he saying more stuff here? Let's see if I can continue. The new poll watcher training program launched today will ensure that every individual who wishes to observe and report on the voting process in their county understands Texas election law knows how to spot violations of the Texas election code, and is properly trained on how to report any irregularities they may observe. Ensuring transparency is a key aspect of maintaining election integrity, and our office encourages all Texans who want to become poll watchers to study the training material thoroughly and treat all voters, poll workers, and election officials with absolute respect while observing the voting process. <laughs> that was John Scott, guys. Sorry. Okay. In Texas elections, a poll watcher is a person appointed to observe the conduct of an election on behalf of a candidate, a political party, or the proponents or opponents of a measure, specific purpose, political action committees. Poll watchers must receive a certificate of appointment and present that certificate to the presiding judge at the polling place. The forms for those certificates are available at the following link. Poll watchers must also complete the Texas Secretary of State's program and present a certificate of completion to the presiding judge in order to be accepted as a poll watcher. Once you complete the training, simply print the certificate of completion and have it ready to present the presiding judge along with your certificate of appointment. Poll watchers are allowed to observe and report on irregularities in the conduct of any election, but may not interfere in the orderly conduct of an election. A watcher appointed under Chapter 33 of the Texas Election Code shall observe obstructing shall observe without obstructing the conduct of an election and call to the attention of an election officer any observed or suspected irregularity or violation of law in the conduct of the election. Oath and qualifications. Now, I'm just going to say here, guys, like, okay, so I know I've been calling John Scott a doofus all afternoon. Okay. But do I think that we should get involved in something like this? Absolutely. Do I think that Texans and concerned uh, patriots should get involved with this? Absolutely. Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen. 
Um, so I would say get involved with this. You know why this would be even better too? Because if the Texas Secretary of State's office is actually hosting this program, that gives us more ability to hold that office accountable uh, if there's any shenanigans, especially considering that they're appointed and not elected, okay? So I think that's a good on there. Now, do we want to be poll watchers? Yeah, we do. But I think, this is just me, I think we would be even more beneficial as election officers. We would be, be even more beneficial as precinct judges and precinct committee men. In fact, of course, there's the whole Dan Schultz committee men of a precinct uh, project. So um, that's something that, uh, in fact, I hear still needs some uh, posts to be filled. You know, I'll probably be doing, be doing an exercise with that very soon as well. Okay, guys? Um, anyway, so let's finish up this article so we can go ahead and call it a day here at Lone Star News. I know on some of the uh, some of the um, platforms out there, uh, we put uh, that we would be talking about the Texas Oath Keepers. We'll save that one for Wednesday. We'll save the Texas Oath Keepers for Wednesday. Story's not going anywhere. And uh, we'll just finish up here with elections so we can call it a due. And I can get ready for the C report and I can get this episode uploaded to the podcast platform. Poll watchers are allowed to observe and report on irregularities uh, in the conduct of any election. Okay, so we already went through that. Okay, so oath and qualifications. Before being accepted, the poll watchers must take the following oath administered by the presiding judge at the polling place. I swear or affirm that I will not disrupt the voting process or harass voters in the discharge of my duties. To become a poll watcher, you must be a registered voter of the territory. An example, um, city school district covered by the election and of the county for November general elections for state and county officers held on even numbered years, primary elections or other countywide elections, not be a candidate for public office in an election held on the day the watcher seeks to serve, not hold an elected elective office, public office, not be an employee of an election judge or clerk serving at the same polling place, not have been finally convicted of an offense in a connection with uh, conduct directly attributable to an election and not be related within the second degree of consanguinity or affinity to an election judge or clerks serving at that polling place. These include spouses, siblings, grandparents, and grandchildren. A watcher may be related to the candidate the watcher is representing. Removal from polling places. A presiding judge at a polling location may not have a watcher removed from the polling place unless a violation of election law or any other provision of law relating to the conduct of an election is observed by an election judge or clerk. However, a presiding judge may remove a poll watcher for a violation of the penal code, regardless of whether the election judge or clerk observed the violation Additionally, a presiding judge may call a law enforcement officer to request a poll watcher be removed if the poll watcher commits a breach of the peace or a violation of law. And uh, it has information here on where to get a poll watcher's guide to learn more about poll watcher's duties and the types of illegal activities a watcher should look for. 
And that's available at the Texas Secretary of Snakes website. For more information, go to www.votetexas.gov slash get dash involved. That is www.votetexas.gov slash get dash involved. So I think, yes. Okay, I, I will admit, Secretary of Snakes doofus, that um, that will be uh, that is a useful program. That's useful for us to hold your your office accountable, sir. That is for sure. Okay, cool. And also to secure our elections, no doubt. Durr. That's another big part of it, there, guys. But uh, thank you for joining us today, this afternoon, on this edition of Lone Star News. Like I said, we'll have the, I will have this uploaded to the podcast within the hour. And uh, we'll get to work on the C-Report for this evening. Uh, Mr. CTV will be live again at uh, 7.30 p.m. Central Time. And you can definitely um, find this broadcast uh, where you're watching it now. Make sure you follow, subscribe. Two Rivers over there at uh, pills.net. Foxhold app says, BitChute viewers need to see your posts too. Do you have me on BitChute, Two Rivers? I have a BitChute account. I don't post there frequently. Usually I just post clips. But uh, yeah, you're right. You're right, Two Rivers. You know, it would be really cool if BitChute had live streaming capability. Then definitely uh, I would be on the regular over there. But BitChute is, uh, is a beast and a creature all of its own. I'm sure you understand what I mean by that. But anyways, guys, it's been a fun afternoon talking elections and stuff. We'll talk about the Texas Oath Keepers on Wednesday. And maybe we'll dip back into uh, the um, uh, Texas midterm elections ballot. You know, we do have a lot of people to decide who we're going to elect. I think if you guys recall, was it Wednesday or Monday of last week's episode where we uh, talked the governors, right? Uh, there's a lot to consider. You know, with the governors, we don't just have Abbott and uh, uh, little twinkle toes over there to consider. But then again, we don't have a lot of other things that uh, are, conversely speaking, just as promising as someone who is genuinely Texas and America first and wants to restore this republic. All right, guys, this is Mr. C signing out for this edition of Lone Star News. Thanks again for hanging out. Follow, subscribe. Thank you for your gold pill donations over there. Thank you for uh, any PayPal and any. Uh, cash app donations that come in as well, keeping this operation afloat and expanding because that Mr. CTV definitely is. Take care till next time, guys. We'll see you at 7.30. We'll see you at 7.30. We will see you at 7.30 for another edition of the C Report. Till then, take care, friends. And uh, Lone Star News will be back on Wednesday. Ta-ta.
talk about Georgia. Uh, President Trump truthed about this earlier. Ballot images missing, right? Drop boxes with no video. And Disney's like, well, we don't care about that. We're gonna die on this hill. We're gonna be gay and we're gonna rape our children no matter what you say, because we are Disney. Uh, we don't normally run see in the dark uh, during the week. Uh, for those of you who are wondering, what the heck is this bald man talking about? Uh, you know, multiple broadcasts and shows come here on Mr. CTV channel. Uh, so you've got your C-Report Monday through Friday in the evening hours, right? And uh, we do See in the Dark, which is a late-night weekend talk show kind of, you know, broadcast, right? So guys, watch out. we got a swamp creature coming to the screen. So look out now. Look out now. <laughs> oh no, it's Wretched Gretchen Whitmer. Check out the Political Truth Apparel line. Covefe. Rhino hunting season. Secretary of Snakes. And more to come. Fun. Fashionable. Edgy. Cational. Go to Mr. C Online Store at www.thecreport.com. Click on the top right menu. Use coupon code 1776REBORN at checkout.